Huzzah Rangers, this is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers show. I just want to give a real quick shout out to our boy Spider, who is an excellent hype man uh, behind <laughs> behind me uh, while I'm chugging out of the Eastern Conference Championship trophy there. But this is a very, very special episode that we love to do here at the Jacks Rangers show. It is our season recap, our season review whatever the hell you want to call it. We're just wrapping it all up for the end of the season here. And I'm joined with Diamond Dave. Dave, how the hell are you? Uh, fantastic. A little bit a little bit tired. Just got back home from a 6,200-mile road trip yesterday. Actually, Incredible. today, uh, earlier today. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Uh, ready for a little different kind of relaxation now, but excited to be back on the show. Excellent. Thank you for being here. Bozo6 is here with us. Bozo, how the hell are you? I'm doing better after watching that chug. Inspiring. <laughs> you're fired up, right? Yeah. I'm fired up. I'm ready. <laughs> David Lawrence of the Scrum of the Earth podcast. David, how the hell are you? Excellent. Great to see you. Is, is Spider the flavor flav of our little group? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We need to get him like um like a big emblem with like the Spider-Man logo yeah, yeah, on there like instead a of a clock. Yeah, for sure. And we are with missing an MLR Shield background. That'd be pretty sick. Spider in the middle. Hell yeah. We are missing Dan from Merrimack. He's going to be joining us hopefully in the next couple minutes here. But we're going to go ahead and get, get started. We see uh, Bear LFC is in here with us. That is uh, Ranger James. Appreciate him riding along with us as always. Just opening thoughts. I mean, obviously, spoiler alert, the New England Free Jacks are your MLR champions, if you weren't aware. What? I hadn't watched uh, the game. What? what happened? Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so super, super excited about this season overall, you know. Everything that we had hoped would take place essentially did take place undefeated at home at Fort Quincy, you know, won, you know, so many games, only lost two during the regular season um, and then made our way through the Eastern Conference Championship, slayed that demon at Fort Quincy of not making it to the final, going to the final there in Chicago and winning against an excellent Legion squad where we were the underdogs just the cherry on top man it was just unreal super super cool experience and dan from merrimack is going to join us right now there he is dan how the hell are you oh boy we cannot hear the technical difficulties are here that's all right that's all i have faith in him so goes the late arrival we're gonna let Ah. him jump off for a moment here and try to sort that out but of course, the, what I want for people to do, we've got some folks in here right now that are joining us uh, via chat. Um, as we're making our award selections, I want you guys to throw in your award selections for each individual category here. The first one that we're going to do is best new <coughs> signing. So a guy that came in, whether it be via trade or just you know free agent acquisition, signed on the dotted line to join the Free Jacks for the first time this season and one thing that we're going to do this year that's a little bit different because there's a lot of outriders there's a lot of us right strength in numbers so i'm going to go first with mine and then we're going to go for you know diamond dave bozo six david lawrence and hopefully dan if we can get him on here but the next time we do this is going to be most improved i'm going to let dan from merrimack if he's available go first and then i'll be the last one and then so on and so forth the snake draft yeah the snake draft yeah. baby here we go i dig it good it's good to be in the middle Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo's in Bozo's in prime real estate right now for sure. <laughs> I think so, I'm third either way. It doesn't yeah. change. <clears throat> let's go. Interestingly enough, there yeah. you go. All right, let's yeah, talk yeah. about best new signing. For me, it has to be our boy 
Captain Mitch Jacobson. His leadership when Josh Larson, a.k.a. Larry, went down was crucial for the success of the campaign. He certainly steadied the ship. It's also a big deal to pull a guy like him into the Free Jacks. Other than Potty, it seemed like we were getting younger NPC guys, which is perfectly fine from New Zealand. But Mitch is an established veteran who has played solid minutes for many, many years in NPC and even Super Rugby. It worked out really well for all parties involved. And I think you have to, at least my perspective is, you have to give best new signing to Mitch Jacobson. So I want you guys to, you know, in the chat, throw in who you believe is your best new signing. And I'm going to let Dave take it over from here. Yeah, I think that's a great choice. Mitch Jacobson was crucial. He was on my list. I have, this was one of the positions where I put a couple guys, and I was like, well, if my first guy gets picked, I'll go to the second. I'll zag. Mm -hmm. So Mitch was on that list. <clears throat> my zag is Connor Keyes, who I think had just an amazing season. Again, you know, you talked about the loss of Josh Larson and and Mitch Jacobson stepping into that leadership role. Mm -hmm. Connor Keyes stepped into that first lineout receiver role, right? Yeah. And and he really became um, the main target in the lineouts. Wasn't alone. There were other great jumpers. Samisi, Sam Fishley did a lot of work in the lineout. Um, <clears throat> everybody, you know, th there's there's a lot of a lot of cooks in the kitchen. But I thought Connor Keyes had a fantastic season. I was really excited to see him join the team. And I think that he really came into his own this year. And for me, was the guy who I uh, was just really fired up about week after week to see him out there in that lineup. No doubt. So I'm going to let Bozo take over. So I'm not going to I'm not going to key uh, chime in on anything this time around. I'm going to just got let you guys as soon as you stop, go to the next right. person. We'll go hand it off. Bozo, you're up. Hell yeah. So, hey, I saw I think it was uh, Ranger James put Andrew Quatran. He was on my he was on my extended list as well. You know, what a signing Quatrain. Yeah, the Quatrain. I like the that. Uh, but he was not my pick. I mean, I went pretty pretty obvious on this the 2023 player of the year jason potras how can you pick anybody else mr mr b can you hear me uh for bald but no I mean, outstanding yeah we got you dan from merrimack we got you yeah so dan we're just going through the best uh, best uh new signing here so best new uh, signing yep we're gonna let david take it over from here all righty oh ahead, sure david. yeah yeah uh joel hints for me i, I loved the crocodile hunter so much from like his his scowling visage on his official team picture to the the beaming smiling photo i took with him at the end of the grand final he's just a, a hell of a guy i love his game i love his attitude i love that we're at the same height so but of course he could bench press me and then fold me like a, a beach chair but i loved his sort of cameo in the proven series when we see him, you know, passionately exhorting his teammates about how to think about each and every scrum, mm -hmm. the man has been awesome. I, I very much hope he rejoins us next year. I hope it doesn't get eaten by a crocodile in the meantime. Joel Hintz is my pick <laughs> for sure. All right, Dan, take it away. Who's your best new signing, my friend? Oh, I mean, I'm sure he's. this counts as like people that were signed that weren't already in the league, right? Yeah, as long as they're yeah, well, I mean, I already said in the chat, I mean, the guy's the MVP, like Patras, all the way. As oh, I, yeah. I, I was nervous going into the season with, a, with you know, the, and I've said it everywhere, said on my show, um, said it, I was nervous without Waka. I mean, I just was. This is how I am as a fan. Um, and he came in, they didn't skip a beat. Um, 
yeah, Patras. It's 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 about as complicated as I am. <laughs> no worries, pal. So uh, we're gonna this, this we're doing a little something special this time around. So we're gonna let you go first for most improved this time around, and we're gonna snake it back around. Who you got for most improved? Oh man, I think that's for me. That's probably easy, and there's some bias. Okay. Some Plymouth State bias here, <laughs> but Cam uh, Davidowitz, man, I think he had his first. Was his first try this year? I, I don't. I can't recall. Maybe it was it was last, but he. He seemed like his name was brought up a lot more this year. Mm-hmm. And he just signed in that other league. Um, so I think Cam, uh, representing D3 rugby players across the world, let's go. <laughs> Cam Vidowitz all the way. Love it. David. Okay. Uh, so as you probably expected, in my little bag here. Oh, let me see if I can get some out. Oh, I've got my Highlanders jersey just to honor TK. I've got my pocket. My pocket's full. What's it full of? Zags, my friend. <laughs> and uh, my most improved for the Free Jacks organization this year, Fort Quincy. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Veterans Memorial Stadium Unreal. is a big part of the Free Jacks experience. It's how we see them when they're here. And uh, they really stepped it up this year. They added QR codes for match day programs. The pre and post match music has been better. There's more porta potties. No offense, Jason. Uh, there, there's more <laughs> beer options. It's just been a much improved experience. Give me, uh, give me Fort Quincy for most improved. Incredible. Fort Quincy That's as awesome. a player, you're never going to get that on any other MLR show. I can promise you that. <laughs> the 24th man. <laughs> the 24th man. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, so. Dang it, Dan from Merrimack stole my pick that I didn't think anybody else would pick. But I have some actual stats to to back it up. Cam Davidowitz in his initial MLR season, one try. Cam Davidowitz this season, I believe, four tries. Maybe five? I think it's four. four. Four tries. So he put up a bunch of tries, as you mentioned. He's also going down to the Southern Hemisphere to get some training uh, under his belt. And, you know, I didn't actually like dig into too far into the weeds in terms of his number of minutes or number of starts, but I felt like he played a a much more significant role uh, in the team. I felt like this season he was less um, the token, you know, they need to have an X amount of domestic players on the roster and then he's the hometown guy. So we'll throw him out there when we're blowing teams out. There was less of that and more of like, hey, he was in a lot of the close games, uh, particularly the D.C. game, the home opener, scoring that try. I mean. It's not an easy try down there in the goal line. It's very easy to get the fever and knock it on and, and all that other stuff. So Cam's Cam's my guy for uh, most improved. I, I think I picked him last year too. I might have. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So Yeah, he keeps on going up. It's pretty crazy. Love it. Yeah, picked with good cause. Um, I went – this might be a little zaggy, but I'll explain why. I went with Reese McDonald. And here's why Ooh. it's a zag. I think he was this good at the beginning of the season. I don't think he really improved, but he certainly seemed to be getting better every week. Like he yes. was somebody who I was like, you see him at, in, in the 15th slot. And it's like, what is, what is Reese McDonald going to do this week? Like what, what is this guy going to pull out of his bag of tricks? Um, I really enjoyed watching him this season for that reason. 
Um, he's certainly, if if not most improved in his ability, I think the player who improved maybe the most in the eyes of fans week after week. From as Matthew, Coach Matthew talked about, like nobody knew who this guy was. You know, this yeah. he was a he was an unknown. Nobody was hyping him up before the season started, and right from the beginning, well, Phil, okay, yeah, nobody but Phil was hyping this guy up uh, before the season started, and his his stock has just gone up and up and up. So for me, Reese McDonald. Love it, love it. Excellent picks all around. For me, I have to go with my uh, my son, uh, Connor Keys. Uh, this is a bit of a non-traditional pick, a la David Lawrence. But uh, when Connor Keys was announced, he had been acquired in a trade from ATL. I was like, okay, that's nice. Great little pickup. Canadian international. Didn't know much about the guy from his time down in Atlanta. But what a player, guys. When Larry went down... Connor Keyes stepped up in a big, big way. I don't think he would mind me saying that he was thinking about hanging up the boots last season with his experience down there at ATL. He wasn't enjoying his rugby in Atlanta. Based on what I'm hearing, Will Webster was crucial in Connor's great success this season, his great season. But what a warrior he has been for us. And I did want to highlight um, Ranger James is as well. He's got Paula Bellincana. We saw how good he was before coming to the Jacks. But this year, he saw his true potential unleashed. My MLR winger of the year. And don't you worry, James, I've got a little hot take for everybody out there here shortly coming up. So um, I, I just want to add weight to that. I think that's a yeah. really good point. 100%. And Balakana was one of the players I considered for this. He was for like sure. short shortlisted for me. I, oh, yeah. I agree that he seems he was already fantastic. And seems like he's gone up a level this season. Agreed. All right. That brings us to best forward. And by the way, guys, they, I mean, these are the awards that they really want to win, right? They got some hardware, some of these guys <laughs> at the Free Jacks <laughs> Award Ceremony. Some of our boys have been, you know, bestowed these great awards like the uh, MLR All uh, 15 squad and then, you know, MVP and best forward. But these are the ones that they're really, really clamoring for, obviously. So um, for this one, I'm going to give this to Win the Bus Conradi. He is hell on wheels, a true gentleman off the pitch, but a bus driven by a monster that will uh, that will run you the fuck over on the pitch. Wynn Karate had a MVP caliber season, just like Bozo predicted he would. Uh, 2023 MLR Forward of the Year, 2023 Free Jacks Fans Player of the Year, number one in MLR carries with 216, and number three in made tackles with 234. Unfucking real Wynn Karate is my selection. What you got, Dave? Am I allowed to just say the entire tight five? Um, <laughs> sure. I mean, we're picking no. physical locations as players. Yeah, that's Why true. Not? It would not be the it would not be the ziggiest zag. No, I am going to go with with uh, Vian Conradi as well. I did not have a slash for this one. I don't. I don't know. I couldn't justify picking anybody else for best forward. I think he was uh, really head and shoulders above the competition um really good seasons really good performances not you know from a lot of other players back row players mitch jacobson we already talked about joe johnston had an amazing season but um you know vian is not just the best forward on the free jacks he's the best forward in the league mm -hmm. and he's got he's got my vote wow incredible stuff I would love to make it three for three, but I'll just settle for I told you so at the beginning of the season, and I'll switch it up just a little bit. Okay. I'm going to go with Keezer, man. Connor Keys, yeah. the big, nice. the, the Canadian oak tree or whatever, you know, they got put out the water there. Um, I'll just say this about the position. Quality second rows 
quality locks are ridiculous. They should they should come at a premium. When you look at the structure of a team, a 23-man match day squad, typically you'll only have one second row replacement, which means you need an 80-minute guy, a guy that's going to sit in there and grind it out, make yep. tackles, hit rucks, yep. win the lineout, be disruptive in the defensive lineout, and then just drive that engine room in the scrum. The props are really key in winning the scrum, but the second rows are almost as important because they're yeah. that drive, right? And he was that guy, uh, Dave already mentioned, coming in for Josh Larson, a guy who was our captain, and then filling those boots at the second row and keeping that quality level right there uh, was an outstanding job. So he gets my forward of the year. So uh, I'm just wondering how many of us got in on the bet I proposed to you ahead of time for how many times Bozo was going to use the word disruptive because that was one. <laughs> I think the over-under was like nine. Oh, shit. Shouldn't have let me know. I would have used I'm it I'm going more. for the over, and I'm looking forward to it, by the way. Yeah. I also want to... I want to throw out a name that is not my pick, uh, Cole Keith. I feel like yeah. poor Cole Keith. Yeah. At the beginning of this year, I got to talk on the Scrum of the Earth with with uh, Q and Cole Keith at the same time, and I think because Q is such a, an enormous personality, like mm-hmm. people just kind of forgot about how awesome Cole Keith is. So I just want to get his name out there. But I've got another big zag for you all. My best board of the year. Would you? Josh Larson. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Josh, Josh Larson. as you know, I like to call him the eternal captain. Uh, well, yes. Phil, Phil, you and I have spent tons of time rhapsodizing about how lucky we are to have Mitch Jacobson sort of mm-hmm. stepping in to fill those shoes. And by the way, after the final episode of Proven, like uh, we could do another whole episode just about Mitch Jacobson. Holy yes. cow, what a beast of a man. But mm-hmm. the man whose shoes he was asked to fill where Josh Larson's and Josh is is like the you know the cornerstone of the building we now have like he's yep. the he's he the base of this incredible organization that we're all reaping the benefits of right now Josh Larson wasn't able to play for most of this year that doesn't mean his impact was you know limited in any way he he is the best he's the original free jack and I want to give him this vote just to show him how much we as fans love him. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Dan, what you got? Uh, you know, Phil and Dave analyze every game and know <laughs> a lot more about it than I do. Uh, and, and I think that's a great pick with wins. So I'm not going to disagree there. That's I, yeah, I'm gonna stick with you guys. On I'm gonna defer, and I, I'm sure Bozo said he would have a good year. I don't remember that being on record, but <laughs> selective amnesia wow. right there, ladies and gentlemen. 100%. I can neither confirm nor deny that Bozo picked. If anybody that. has the clip, I'll give you my email. Off on it. Uh, hold on, I'm working on it. I was gonna say, you know, Chris is looking it up the moment oh, yeah. we finish. It'll be yeah. in the group chat. Yeah. Thirty it's seconds. Been like, it's been like seventy-five days, sixty-two. <laughs> Hours, minutes. I'll give you everything. So I wanted to highlight uh, Ranger James's pick. The bus enough yeah. said, and Hell also yeah. he's got a, he's got a zag here with Coach Webster from the mess of the lineout we saw in San Diego week two to the lineout masterclass we saw in the playoffs. I think that's a good shout. You know, awesome. Coach Webster is, is a fan. First and foremost, fantastic human being, but oh, yeah. a, a great rugby coach as Hell well. Yeah. So I'm so I think we, the the Free Jacks are much much better with him. Uh, in the sheds for sure. What a great guy he is, and, and obviously a great coach that has helped us progress 
in that forward realm all season long. We're moving over to best back, and I will tell you, I wrote out an entire paragraph and then deleted every single word because the MLR absolutely stiffed my boy, Paula Bellincana. Here's my issue. As a USA rugby fan, I am super, super happy that Nate Osberger was able to transform his time as a scrum half with the Legion and USA rugby and is now a legitimate threat and a great winger for USA rugby and the Legion. Great story. Great guy. I'm not trying to disparage that whatsoever, but he is not. I repeat, he is not the best back in MLR. Point blank, period. It is Paula Bellincana, and that man has a heart of gold, and he is soft-spoken, but I have neither one of those things. So, MLR, you fucked up big time. You disrespected our boy. You included him as an honorable mention for uh, best winger. Get out of here with that. And you didn't include him as the best back. He has the most tries. He scored a try to help lift the shield in the final. What more can we possibly point out to you that he is the best back in the entire league? So I wrote out an entire, entire paragraph, and that's how I was going to handle this award off to uh, um, LaRue Milan. But then I saw the downright disrespect that the MLR gave to our guy, the best winger and the best back in the entire league. So I decided to do the right thing since MLR couldn't and put some damn respect on this man's name. Uh, look, Paula Bellincana, as I'm saying, Heart of gold. He would never advocate for himself like this, but somebody has to. So I have a, one question for you, MLR. How dare you do this? Paula <laughs> scored the most tries, as I've been saying. Uh, so he he helped the mighty New England Free Jacks hoist the shield. Without his performances week in and week out, it would not have happened. So it's downright disrespectful to only give this man honorable mention after as I've been saying, he is truly the best back on this team, and he's the best back on MLR. And it's a shame that they didn't give him an award as he deserves it. Um, and I think I skipped the line here. So we're going to go back to today. Uh, excuse me, Dan. Watch sorry. your corners, everybody, because Paula <laughs> is all over them. Yeah. Can somebody make a super cut with Greta Thunberg and Phil in there? How dare you? Please. Yeah. I'm going to agree with that. I think I- – Phil was definitely more upset than I, I. I've been watching the awards, and I was like, <laughs> weird. It was weird not to see his name. So I think you're right. We got to give him his roses here right now. Yep. I agree with that. There was a lot of. I mean, Milan, like I said, has the best name in MLR. I mean, that guy was phenomenal. Like, our backs are just so damn good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like overall, like it's hard to even pick one. But um, yeah, I'll give it to him too. Uh, just because that was, you're right, that was disrespect. I don't know how they decide this. I'd love to be in their office listening to this, but, um, yeah. I think it's a it's a oh. vote by a large group of MLR, like, writers, reporters, commentators, and people like that. I know that's how they do the teams, team voting, yep. so I assume that's how they do the awards as well. I'm going to go out on a limb and say if uh, Paolo Bellincana was a USA capped eagle, he would have won the award. I just want to throw that out there right now. So, yep. What you got, David? Oh, uh, you know what? Holding younger, baby. <laughs> I, 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 I can't it. let an episode of the Jax Ranger show go by without mentioning the vampire. He's such a good player. His story, as far as like how he ended up here in the first place, it's it's just been amazing. He, he's part of that organic building that he, all of us in this room right now have have seen 
with the Free Jacks. Um, so as as all of you know, last last season, in fact, so I, I brought a yogurt cup to Fort Quincy, hoping I would see him before the match. And sure enough, I saw him and I was like, hey, uh, will, you, will you take a picture of me with holding this? And he was like, for a second, he was just like, huh? <laughs> and, th- and then I swear the smile cracked in his face and he was like, oh, yeah, holding yogurt, holding yogurt. And he laughed and like we took this great pick and that pick has gone international squidge rugby recently told me by the way have you talked to holden yogurt about holden yogurt anymore and after the final when we won the championship i went i was down there in the field and i saw holden i was like hey buddy and he goes where's the yogurt so (laughs) obviously as the owner of his match worn jersey from the auction holden yogurt all the way I hope he goes back into the, like the Dickens character he was this year with like the massive mutton chops. He's got to go back to that. Like nobody else can ro- rock the mutton chops like Holden. Wow, that's a great pick. Uh, we got another great pick in the chat. I'm sure Phil will will definitely highlight that when we get down to the end. Uh, I was going to mention him, but I'll let Phil take that one from the chat. My back of the year, uh, Dan from Merrimack mentioned him. Best name in MLR, Namibian international, Larue Milan. We. We wonder what the season would have been if we didn't see his debut on April 8th. Uh, incredible. He missed a crap ton of time. Uh, I don't know how many games that is. What, like five five games? One, two, three, four, five? Almost six games or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, without him, and he scored a bunch of tries. He scored the game-winning try in the final. Uh, he was absolutely incredible. It makes you wonder you know, what would have been if we had had him the whole season uh incredible he was also uh on my short list for most improved i mean he if we remember dan from merrimack pick up the receipts on this one because i called it when we signed him in 2022 said this kid was outrageous Uh, he had an outrageous 2022 but somehow took that to new heights in a truncated 2023 season for him so my back of the year uh is larue milan Those are all good shouts. I had LaRue and Paula both on my short list. Uh, I'm going to get to nominate John Poland, the magician. Yes. Um, There he is. Rock solid at nine. Um, There's always a debate whether, you know, it's a scrum half, a forward, or a back. They're kind of on the the cusp there. The backs will kind of claim them. Um, But I think given how much. Uh, his connection with Patros mattered this year, just delivering really quick, really clean ball all season long, and his ability to help the team tactically with his kicking. Um, and just very, he's a very voracious, opportunistic nine. If the ball comes out of the scrum in a weird way, if somebody, you know, drops it at the set piece, like he's the guy who's on the. To, to pick it up, to boot it down the field, to turn that mistake into some real opportunity. It's a really important role, even though um, we can kind of sleep on it a little bit. So I'm going with the magician, JP. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interject. Like, uh, I'm so glad that you said JP. Like, somebody in the, in the chat was saying JP. And, like, the problem with when I show up with my bag full of zags, that means that means I'm counting on y'all to, yep. to, to you know, actually say the people who are like, right, the right you ones, know, yep. really yep. serving. So like JP <laughs> is so high on that list. I'm like, fucking somebody better say JP. Yep. Right. So anyway, sorry. Thank you. So we've got uh, Ranger James chiming in once again here. Back of the year could go to JP, Paula for sure, LaRue if he played a full season, but Patras with the biggest boots to fill in MLR, filled them and overflowed them. Excellent, excellent 
uh, point there. These are some great takes from our guy. Let's go. I know. I know. You know, he's an outrider in training. He's still in college, so he's still learning. So uh, maybe we'll see him on this show in future years. James, uh, you just gotta you gotta enter the chat when you went enter. You gotta say James Horkin has entered the chat. That's it. That's my only that's, improvement right now. There you go. He's that's, on deck. You're getting the you're getting the email <laughs> if uh, all the outriders go down in a plane crash. You know, geez. like Phil Phil's pulling you in. You're you're the next one. Are we that's going right. somewhere, you guys? New Zealand, baby. Okay. Yeah, we we all crash in the Pacific. Phil has to fly on a separate plane just for security right. reasons. That's right. Yeah, we all can't fly together. It's so a long fucking trip. I, I looked it up. Yep. Uh, Joseph Lean chiming in as we were talking about JP, most underrated player in MLR, and that is in all caps. And, and you know, it's full of passion, and everybody says this every single time, most underrated player in MLR. And it's absolutely true. And I think, you know, with him being in the Manawatu squad right now down there at NPC, maybe he can continue to highlight his talents uh, and people more see more people see how really good he is. But that could also kind of bite us in the butt. Maybe he doesn't come back next year. But you know, it, that's the kind of thing that we talk about. Is like it's a it's a bittersweet thing where we want these guys to get better opportunities and and have a better life for themselves. But it also means that we you know we, we won't have them back uh, in future. So that that's TK's job to get this team you know ready to go. Uh, when we have those type of losses and stuff like that with personnel, but proud to be nominated as a designated survivor of the Turbo Drax trip. That's pretty good right there. That's pretty good from our boy James. All right, let's move over to the big one, ladies and gentlemen. This is MVP Most Valuable Player, and I have the honors here first. And how can it not be my boy, uh, Patras? Right, right. So. Jace, Jason, as uh, Bodine likes to say, it's potty time. I infamously gave the fly halves the lowest po uh, position grade prior to the season because it was the only position where no MLR players were returning, but potty showed up and showed out on his way to an MLR player of the year award, most points scored in MLR, the most successful goal kicking in MLR. It's amazing to think that the Free Jacks have two MLR MVP uh, excuse me, MVP players in a row. It's even more amazing that they played the same position. What a year. What a player. So happy for Potty. He's been a calming presence. He's not overly flashy. He just absolutely distributes that ball. Very tactical guy. Um, and, you know, him coming over here was just like, all right, you know, I've done this so many times at Taranaki. I've, I've gotten that battle-tested experience over there in New Zealand. And he came in and was just did a fantastic job. So I'm really, really happy for the success that he's had this season. What you got, Dave? Um, this is going to be a shocker. Jason Potros. I think that <laughs> he, as a, as, a, as a fly half, it's just cool that he can do it all. Like, it's neat to watch a guy who, you know, does he have just, like, good hands? Just good catch, pass, very quick, very clean? Yes. Does he read the defense well and pick good targets? Yes. Does he carry the ball and create gaps for him to then exploit with passing? Yes. Is he a good kicker? Uh, well, if you mean like field position, yes. And if you mean points, also yes. Um, is he, you know, good receiving good. the ball? Like in the backfield, can you put him back there with your 15 and have a couple threats and be able to go either way and turn a kick into a really nice counterattack? Yes. Um, I think he might be the fastest accelerating player since like Dougie Fife. He's wow. got that like five two step. I mean, there, he, there's Ooh. other really fast Ooh. players. I don't sorry, know. He's this guy. You he used remember. to play. He played for like he played for like Edinburgh and Scotland. He was cool. Um, <clears throat> uh, I just think that Patros 
was such a good player. It kind of took a moment. Oliver Gilpin, I will give credit, has from like the the word go has been the Patros super fan. And yes. so credit credit to Oliver. Um, he knew from the very first match what it, it took uh, some of us a couple weeks to realize, which was that um, we didn't really need to worry about filling the shoes as we were all talking about at the time. Like the shoes, he, you know, he brought his own shoes and they fit real well. And, and he did a fantastic job this season as demonstrated by, you know, the championship league MVP, uh, Jason Patro's incredible performance. Wow. All right, just I gotta address a couple comments because my guy's also potty. So first and foremost, <laughs> I must be humbled. Phil's grade of B for the fly halves. Although I was telling everybody this guy's gonna be good, I'll still have to admit, begrudgingly, Phil's grade of B is still way better than my Chicago Hounds pick. Ah! <laughs> way better. I wasn't gonna say anything, but he brought. It up. <laughs> no, I gotta do it myself. And then Dave, hey man, I said the arrows were gonna be good this year. I remember yeah. that. That was a dog shit pick for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I had two great ones and then one stinker. You know, I'm 66%. If this is baseball, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an all-timer. Anyway, yeah. um, but Dave, how could you miss it? Jason Potros, amazing haircut. So aerodynamic. Very good. So efficient. And then also, <laughs> how could we forget the, the clear out herd round New England? No, no. Pound, bag of bones who said i don't know it was, <laughs> thing, was incredible so i think i covered it all all right next <laughs> uh so we're talking about mvp right you know who yep. i got this for quincy mags ranger kenny <laughs> oh wow. shit man we were on pace for a clean sweep here that's all right no Go way ahead. man I'm here to thwart the clean sweep every single time. <laughs> Ranger Kenny, you were there, Phil. Uh, Dave, you were there. The 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 uh, uh, the tailgating ahead of time. There was a boat race. Yes, we would have lost that. Except Ranger Kenny, boom! <laughs> he, he put a beer away in 0.7 seconds. Yeah. I think it was like we were about to lose, and he was like, boom! And afterwards, oh, it was the funniest. I was like wow man that was incredible and he goes yeah it's the first time i ever did that and i was like it was and he was like no no he's scottish man he's been like, practicing that moment his whole life <laughs> he looked at me like i was a fucking idiot and i was like oh i am that you're looking mainly correctly ranger kenny he like uh, phil you you've been to many away games like you, yep. you bring the outriders you bring the the rangers to the away games kenny is always there legend He's a fucking legend, yes. and uh, that the day I saw him put away a beer in 0.7 seconds, I was like, "Oh, he's our MVP." All right, in unconventional pick as always, Dan. What you got? Well, um, I see in the in the comments about Potras being maybe the back of the year, which I I would lean towards that, but I didn't want to give him everything. Um, definitely Potras. I want to say one thing though. The team did get better with uh, Milan, right? Yep. So you kind of even say, like, wow, how much of a better team it was with him out there. And I know when you talk MVPs, you want to talk full seasons. But, mm -hmm. man, with him, what a difference. So uh, he he deserves an honorable mention, I think, here. But I'm going to say Patras, and wow. I'm going to say – I'm going to use the football, an NFL analogy. I know some people hate that. But here it is. 
I think Phil's heard this. You look at the New England Patriots. Now, Waka was kind of, I know this is a newer league, but he's a legend already for the Free Jacks. Yep. He's an icon for the, I'm, I know I'm stretching here, but he's kind of an icon here. And when he left, that fly out position is so important. And what Jason did is what the Patriots couldn't do is they found the, the successor to Waka. Who we all were like, who is this guy? We don't know him. And they didn't miss a beat. Not all of us. And he goes in, well, <laughs> you all said that. Ain't, too, ain't no Max Jones. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. But I mean, you got, you know, to, to step into those, to take the MVP of the league, the best player in the league last year, and to step in and not only win the championship, but he also got the MVP. Like, that's insane. That's insane. And uh, so, yeah, Patrick's all the way. And, and you know, I, 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 Waka will always be my favorite player. Well, in Mitch Wilson. But Patrick's is kind of now taking that spot a little bit. Dan's <laughs> got three favorite players, guys. There I got you a lot are. <laughs> but, man. Yeah, I it's mean, called just, a bandwagon. Just hitch it up. It, Don't oh, hate the player. Go. Hate the game. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, but no, unbelievable and everything he did. And thank you, Phil. I was I had the honor to be part of his first interview here in the United States with That's Phil. Right. So yep. something I won't forget. Wow. For sure. Yeah, that was that was a great moment there for sure. You know, we we didn't really know what we were getting with Jason to a certain extent. You know, we saw the highlights, we knew the resume, but to have him on the show, for him to come on and you know explain his story a little bit, and for us to get excited about his presence in New England, that just kind of really started the whole process, really, of like him coming over here and really stepping into those shoes very very well. So I appreciate you, Dan, being available for that one. Um, I wanted to say, and I keep losing my train of thought here because I'm, I'm checking the chat. It's popping off in the chat, guys. I really appreciate all the uh, the uh, uh, presentation here. Or uh, We've got um, Joseph Ling. I'm here to see Dave's cats. The, cat, the awesome. cats are in another state. They are, <laughs> they are unfortunately, at my in-laws still. They'll be oh, back man. next time I'm on, I'm sure. All right. And we got MVP, the Rangers, away trip master Kenny. Fill in all of TJRS. Spider, Fort Quincy was a fort for a reason. It was truly a home field advantage. And Heck finally, yeah. with one week notice, Chicago trip fans. That's an excellent, excellent point there. Uh, all of the Rangers that showed up at, at uh, the final there in, in uh, Chicago and, and were really loud. Joseph also chiming in here. Lesage's play this year was phenomenal, especially the brick wall. Very, very good yeah. point. Yes. Good point there. Yeah. There was an unsung hero award. I would give it to Ben Massage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got a Nate Osberger comment here. Long Who's show, that? pal. That's, that's fair. He's so damn good. He is good. He is good. But not he almost made good. the difference in that game for us. Almost. Almost. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Uh, all right. So we've got the next one is, you know, I think uh, somebody said that they prepared the most for the Dream <laughs> Kit sponsor and the Dream uh kits uh, or excuse me a dream uh what is the other one dream, dream signing. signing so yeah. we got those coming up next right now so i'm gonna let um dan from merrimack who is your dream kit sponsor now last year we had some like you know uh, speculate uh, uh speak uh you know the word that i'm trying to get there um uh some you know qualifications there like it could either be like um, a global brand or and i think years prior we had local um 
companies. But this year, I'm just letting whoever wants to throw a, a kit sponsor out there, regardless of the, the criteria, just throw it out there. Who do you think would look good on the kit and who would represent the Jacks well, I guess, to a certain extent? Or the Jacks would represent them well? Dan from Merrimack, what you got? So, like a sponsor? Yeah. Yes. Um, who would you like to see I, on, the, on the kit? I would love to see, now that I'm biased to this, um, and I don't know if you know they would do it, but Performance in Nashua, their uh, sports uh, rehabilitation uh, place run by Jerry Holland, awesome place. Uh, they're the reason I can play softball now. Okay. Because I tore my rotator cuff uh, pretty bad. I think they would be good, and I know they take care of teams really well. It's a little bit of a distance, but I would love to see some kind of, you know, uh, a sports rehabilitation place myself. Very good. Local uh, flavor. I love that for sure. We got David Lawrence, hopefully still with us here. We've lost the camera. He's gone dark. Oh no. Uh -oh. All right. I'm jumping. Well, in. We, oh, he's oh, back. Here we go. He's, he's back. back. Oh, I'm here, baby. So we've done this segment before. I really enjoy this segment actually. So I feel like a, a bunch of us last time went with dunks. Um, I think I said GE last time because they, Yes. They're like one of the top employers in the in Massachusetts. So I did a search. I found the top 100 uh, Massachusetts-based companies. All right. Um, so I one of the one of the ones I found number 11 was Stop and Shop. Anyone mm -hmm. in Massachusetts knows Stop yep. and Shop. I felt like there was an opportunity for like Stop and Shop and Pick and Go. Okay. There was some marketing potential there, but you know. Stop and shop seems like kind of what New York did last year because when they realized they couldn't beat us. Um, <laughs> there's the Anglo-Irish nice. Bank. They're rated number 82 on the Massachusetts 100. Um, but that would be kind of just for JP. Thankfully, we finally got a, a mention of him. Yeah. So what I ended up with was Bain and Company. Oh. They're, they're just a, a management consulting firm. They're 81 on the list of the top 100 Massachusetts companies, but we are the bane of the rest of MLR's existence. We'll come in as underdogs and beat your ass anyway. <laughs> it's not spelled that way, but you know what? To be fair, we all know the league will know. Wow. That, what a deep cut there for sure. And Bane and company right? all, it sounds like, you know, villainous almost, you yeah. know what I mean? So exactly. Yep. They've got more money than God. They're one of those companies. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Well, my pick is a lot more lighthearted. Uh, I'm known in the in the Outriders chat for my zero prep, uh, screw it, do it live uh, kind of deal. And I'm actually going to continue with that theme. So I was going to choose Storm Along. I am now, mm -hmm. I have last minute changed that in favor of something, a product that I enjoy a lot and I think would be good for everybody at Fort Quincy. Get a little bubbly. Let's go. Oh, Salsa okay. waters are awesome. The bubblies are freaking excellent. They have tons bubbly. of awesome flavors. Uh, they're delicious. It's family friendly. You can put it for everybody. It's a product for everybody. Uh, we ran out of water one time this year. This is carbonated water, so it's not quite the same for your hydration. But you know what? Send it. They're amazing. Get bubbly. Get them involved in rugby. Let's go. Bubbly. Put them on the kit. All right. Um, <clears throat> I ended up choosing Boston Children's Hospital. Okay. I was like, what is something the region is known for? You know, like what what's very uh, Boston area? And, we, you know, we give a lot of respect to Quincy as well. The stadium is in Quincy and there's a close tie to Quincy. But I think regionally, 
people everywhere are proud of Boston Children's Hospital, having mm-hmm. the best pediatric Heck hospital yeah. in the world right yep. here in Boston. Um, they're also one of the top employers in Boston. Um, they employ a lot of people there. Um, and uh, who can't get behind, you know, making sick kids better. So Boston And when Children's DC's hospital. in town and we beat them, that's where their injured players go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> little brother. Incredible wow. Little brother. When your little that brother's so hurt, good. you send them to Boston <laughs> Children's. Yeah. The Zags, wow. you know, are not for everybody. But this is the reason why we have David Lawrence on this show, right there. That is <laughs> the show is ruthless, like man. I had that cheap shot in my Incredible. notes. So I was like, we are a ruthless, ruthless group. Ooh, I swear, you know man. What? If it's not you me, know. it's David. It's not David. It's Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the Free Jacks players are humble, but we ain't got to be, man. You know, that's true. Championess, championess. <laughs> All right. Um, for me. Let me pull mine up. I mean, we've got tons of uh, comments in the chat, and I'll definitely get to those before we move on here. But for me, uh, I wanted to honor our Canadian South contingent here. We've got a lot of Canadians on the team. Um, so it's the perfect team for our uh, one of my favorite restaurants now Now that I went up to uh, Canada there in Toronto and, and spent some time up there for the last year's away game. Tim Hortons. Uh, it would be great for them to promote their nine great locations, 10 if you count the one that's temporarily closed up in the great state of Maine there. Um, I think the famous cursive brand font in red would look fantastic on the jersey. Uh, pretty good coffee, not quite as good as Dunks, but uh, a lot of great options there and, and delicious food. So I think that'd be cut. Uh, of course, it's got a little bit tongue in cheek. It's a, a little bit of a comedy here um, pick, but I think it would be great overall. You know, I really hope that they expand. Hard. Right. Like they have so many there's so many Duncan locations throughout this, you know, this area. But I'd love to see Tim Hortons come back as a, a viable alter alternative for those folks. So. How, how do you feel about a tomato on a bagel? I don't hate it. I love I, it. Yeah. I wish I they would do it. that more around here. Yeah. Avocado. You know, I, I love, you know, veggies on, on a bagel. I think it fits for sure. I just or, want to see a, a three-way street fight between Tim Hortons, Duncan, and Honeydew. <laughs> just yeah. the, you know, like the just some snapping, some stepping in time. Yeah. The real Maybe border a, battle. Somebody's yeah. gonna break a bottle for sure, and, and try to thrust that into somebody's <laughs> neck in that street fight. Um, so I got Gary Dewitt for the first time chiming in. Our good friend Gary saying Guinness would be an excellent sponsor for the Free Jacks on the kit. Sam Adams. Now we've had that one in previous years. I feel like that won one year. Um, sure did, a couple yeah. years back, yeah. Or Dropkick Murphys is what Gary's saying. Um, let me see here. New Balance. Interesting. I know that Dave last year you picked just Nike in general to expand their their rugby presence. New Balance. I don't think has any rugby presence, so that would be interesting for sure. Uh, and of course, James Harkin chiming in here, Ranger James, dream sponsor, Market Basket. Oh, what is more New England than Market Basket? That's I was at Market good. Basket today. There you go. There you go. I'd like to think we're more a, a stop and shop team than a Market Basket team. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> don't come at me talking about Wegmans. Market Basket, when you go there, like the prices are good, but it's like there was a hurricane and you're desperately trying to pick shit off the shelves before somebody else does. That's gotcha. only down in Massachusetts, David. You come up here, and the, ma- the market baskets up here in the Shire are very nice, brother. All Just you need to know about market baskets is nine years ago, people were panicking when they had the strike. I remember right. that. I was oh, hearing yeah. that. Yeah. Me yeah. included. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 
There's a sordid labor history and ownership history with Market Basket. It's all soap opera. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. in 15 years we get like an HBO limited series about the Demoulis family. Yeah, the Demoulis yes. family. Yeah. Jeez. Who needs There's enemies a, when you got family members, right? Good that's Lord. Right. There's a good deep New England cut for you on your New England rugby podcast. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, final one here. The 99 restaurant would also look very cool on a kit. I can't disagree with that. I mean, yeah, 99 is very, very New England for sure. All right. Uh, Dan from Merrimack, I'm going to let you pick your uh, dream MLR signing. Who is a player out there in the world, whether they be on an MLR team or another league in the world, that you want to see on the New England Free Jacks next season? Oh, I'm just going to sound like a homer. Ah! Who you got? Uh I want Dougie Fife back. Ooh, we uh, saw him. Yep. He was at he was at the uh, Eastern Conference Final, just mm-hmm. hanging out. He was at the game. Um, I talked to him after the game when we played New Orleans and said, "Oh, we miss you here." And you know, he's like, "Yeah, I miss you guys too." And I think just the uh, the fan in me just wants him to be back home. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just the homer in me. I would love to see him retire as a free jack man. That that would be fantastic for sure. He knows my name. Like I came up to him and like inter- like you know I was like, hey Dougie, how you doing? He goes, hey Phil, and I'm just like, he knows my name. Crazy. And I think he like he likes the area. Like I don't know, I'd like to see him yeah. back at the free jacks. Yep. So uh, I think that goes to me. The the category is the dream MLR signing. Obviously. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, <laughs> he's a pro athlete who happens to be bigger than anyone I've ever met. Like, he doesn't really need to make money at this point. So, like, the salary in the MLR doesn't matter to him. Like, we must have won him, you know, we must have won him over at the Seat Geek, right? Like, he had a great time. Slot him in to replace Vion at the 60-minute mark and watch the other team just shit themselves. <laughs> They're going to be like, what the fuck? What's <laughs> and by the way, he played for a Boston team before. That's so right. So he knows the landscape. Give me mm-hmm. DJ Diesel as my dream MLR signing. Incredible. Can, wow. can I say Amazing. one cool thing about Shaq? Sure. He did yeah. a wrestling match not too long ago, and Shaq does not need to go through a table at his age or go through a table period and he was willing to do that. So you got to you got to love Shaq. I do love Shaq. And that's why I want him on our team next year. I mean, I was talking about how hard it is to find quality second rows. I think his mobility and athleticism is mostly gone at this point. Yeah. He's just a big man now. He's going to want to lift his ass up. I don't, not in me. his prime though. You don't need in to lift prime? him. Oh, that's, that's true. right. He just goes up. <laughs> how dare yeah. any of you doubt Shaq? <laughs> Get on their kids up here. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the final. His concert was amazing. He had he was so clearly having fun as he was performing. It was exactly. so awesome. Name me another free jack who's made movies. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, all right. On with on on with the show. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna go my my dream MLR pick. Uh, it's not gonna happen next season. Uh, he might he might stop by the uh, MLR on his retirement tour, like. It's seeming that uh, a lot of all blacks are doing, but I'm going with Damian McKenzie. Oh, uh, the yeah. dude is absolutely oh, electric. Yeah. He has outstanding hair. Uh, he can pull the strings at 10 or play fullback. Um, it's just, he just cuts you to shreds. He cuts teams wide open, mm-hmm. uh, plays an exciting brand of rugby. 
I mean, yeah, I just think he'd be fun to watch here in uh, Quincy, Massachusetts. He's probably got the inside line over there in New York. They, they, they seem to be about that. So he's probably going to go there. But, uh, yeah, it would be either him. And then I just wanted to give one other uh, honorable mention. I hate to say this because I never want to replace John Poland. I want him to be ripping it up at, at in the nine jersey for for the rest of his days here and retire free jack. But another guy that I would love to love to see is Antoine Dupont at nine oh, for the free wow. jacks would be wild. We don't we don't see a lot of French players in MLR right now because they have a robust uh, D two league over there in France. So unfortunately, and I don't think we're going to ever really see money. a lot of them. But man, Antoine Dupont would be would be outrageous. That was those would be my two. So in in the the Facebook chat, we all have um we we were talking about the the MLR Shield and like you know weighing its its values and not values. You know what you can do with it? You can fucking surf on it, which is what Antoine <laughs> Antoine Dupont and Roman, Roman Intimac did. did. <laughs> the, the top fourteen <laughs> trophy is basically a big block, and they yeah, like, he was you know using what? it we're as a skimboard in the sea and surf on it it was amazing <laughs> we should keep the shield phil, phil is right we should keep the shield it's a good it's a good plug for the shield all right i'm good uh, Dave. yeah yeah <clears throat> my pick is actually kind of similar but from uh across the little pond the southern hemisphere pond i picked reese hodge um reese hodge has been kind of a servant to australian rugby for a long time he's 28 now so he's a little older but he's not like old by any means Mm -hmm. um he's already announced that he's stepping away from australian rugby after the world cup so the world cup he's going to be done internationally he's retiring but he's not retiring from rugby he signed a three-year deal with bayonne He's headed to France to make some of that cheddar. Who knows? Maybe in a couple years, uh, Reese Hodge decides he really likes lobster. He wants to come to New England. He's a utility player. Um, he's really somebody who's played every position. I think he, he mostly plays fullback um, and inside center, but he has, for Australia, he has played wing, center, fly half, fullback. Like he's he's done pretty much everything. So uh, obviously a useful guy. He has a reputation as a very cool operator. A defensive leader, very level-headed on the field, um, and he also is very fast. But he runs like a strong guy, and it's fun to watch. It's like he doesn't have the like quick legs sprinter running motion. He just has these like giant meat sticks <laughs> that just pound into the ground and fling him eight meters forward at a time. It seems Love to look it. like so. He's a fun guy, Reese Hodge. That's my pick. Excellent, excellent. So for me, uh, you always need a super tall lock. Those are in high demand. Uh, all over the rugby world, and the free jacks are no different. I was uh, trying to figure out, you know, what areas of depth do we need going forward with this team? Obviously, it's super, super early. We don't know who's retained and who's leaving, all that sort of stuff. But um, maybe the area of need most, at least from what I can identify, is the second row room for the free jacks. Connor Keys and Captain Larry, aka Josh Larson, uh, should be back. But who else do you feel super confident about going up and get those balls from the lineout? How about a six foot ten Scottish giant um, in the form of Richie Gray? He's 278 pounds. The Glasgow Warriors legend 
has also played with Sale, Cast, and Toulouse in um, his long career. By the way, he has 73 Scottish caps. A nice swung song in New England for the 33-year-old would be an ideal fit for the Free Jacks, who frankly need more British and Irish players on the team. So I think it would really be an excellent, excellent marriage between Richie Gray, who's you know getting towards the end of his career, 33 years old. But, I mean, you can't teach height. I say it all the time. You can't coach that up. The guy is just a, a, a freak of nature. He's a giant. And that's the kind of guy that you need, maybe coming off the bench perhaps. I mean, he's obviously good enough to start, but he's getting long in the tooth. You bring that guy on in the 60th minute, he's an impact sub. You know, you're going to him every single time. So, um, yeah, Phil, man. that's an amazing shout. That's so good. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> so that, we come, we're coming to the end of the award. I didn't want to get to the participation in the chat here because we've got some good ones. Joe Mahler, like we've talked about him many, many times. He's won this tournament previously uh, in terms of uh, getting him in as a dream signing from Joseph Ling. That's an excellent one. Um, how about a little self-promotion for our boy, Ranger James? James Horgan all pack. the way from the reserves, from the under-23 independents. Um, Faf to Kirk, right? Uh, uh, South African guy. Um, Fran Stain, I'm not sure who that is. You know, guys, I, I love yeah. another South African player. Sounds, yeah, sounds about the right, right there. But uh, you know, so all of these picks would be fantastic. Some of them more realistic than others, you know. But uh, yeah, I would love to see all these guys on the free jacks. I think it'd be great. And like I said, we're kind of coming to the end of our awards here. I did want to tease something that we've talked about. You know, David and I had talked about this, and I had seen this like in an obscure Reddit post from a long, long time ago. There's actually a movie out there, guys, called Free Jack. Um, so we're thinking about doing a watch along of this movie called Free Jack. It was released in 1992, starring Emilio Estevez and Anthony Hopkins, and apparently it's awful. It's got uh, Mick Jagger in it too. It's got Mick it? Jagger yeah. in it. Yeah, I've never cast, seen it, but I'm aware of it. Yeah, they, they cast Mick Jagger as a lead role. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, well, his and, acting and, prowess, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Phil, I've been doing my homework. Um, we, you and I have done a Halloween episode of my show two yep. years in a row. That's right. And the midway point between the end of this this last you know MLR season and the, and the beginning of the new one mm -hmm. is approximately November 1st. They haven't oh. released the schedule, but it's right about there, which means it's a Halloween episode. We could do a Halloween combo episode watch along with the terrible, terrible movie, The Free Jack. Oh, the more you gosh. the more you say it's terrible, the more I think it's a cult classic and it's amazing, and I want to watch it. You know what? That that's the thing is we're going to determine if it is any good. Does it have any merit whatsoever? So what we want to do is have a watch along, get all the outriders together under one roof. You know, have maybe a little bit of food, uh, some snacks while watching the movie, and then maybe do a, a little um, fan reaction, if you will, after the movie as a little bit of content. But I think that's a great idea. We should do it in the late fall. You know, it's it's the dog days of the off season. It's before preseason starts. I think that'd be a blast. So. Guys, be definitely be uh, stay tuned for that to take place. And of course, we've got draft coverage coming up as well. The draft is not too far away. I think it's three weeks from now. So we definitely want to have on some draft experts to talk about where the Free Jacks are with their positions and what the, their current picks and who could possibly be a Free Jack in the future. It's very, very exciting stuff for these co uh, collegiate athletes out there. So yeah, any closing thoughts on our season review? Sorry that I picked you to be good, Chicago. I think I crushed <laughs> you. Um, 
You're the reason why they were terrible. That, that exactly. And then uh, New York, I'm going to, I'm digging a grave for you out in my backyard and I'm going to proceed to dance on it every day. Stay, uh, stay tuned for the YouTube short on our YouTube channel of me dancing on New York's grave. Love that. I just want to say how sweet it was because last year the team had so many, it was very similar season. They were winning so many games and, and you just thought, man, this team's going to take it. And how disappointing it was, you know, to get to an Eastern Conference final in any sport or to get any kind of final is not easy. Right. Right. And it was pretty just disheartening how they lost to New York last year. And that whole offseason about can they get back there? And then, again, I know I brought it back, but Waka leaving and all these things happening. And for them to finish, you know, I say this, finish the story, they did. They had a better year. They handily won the Eastern Conference Final. And they won the championship, in my opinion, the best game all year. Yep. As a fan of the Free Jacks, it's just so sweet. And, like, now to be wearing the gear and just being so happy about that. Phil says it a lot, and I agree. Get into this team. Because the entertainment value, if you love rugby and you're not watching this, I don't, I don't know what's going on. But just average people out there, I'm telling you, get invested in the MLR. If you're local here, get invested in the Free Jacks. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Get to those games. Won't regret it. Dan said it so well. That, that was awesome. And by the way, this is my first time actually meeting Dan like in person. So it's so, <laughs> it's so great to talk to you. And, and you fucking nailed it. That's exactly right. It's been a, an amazing whirlwind, you know, for this organization, top to bottom. It's first class all the way. The players, the coaches, the staff, the fans, man, it, it's been a dream ride. Phil and I have talked about this. It felt like a dream. That moment when we won the shield, I think both of us were, we weren't next to each other, but we were near each other. And it was, both of us were like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. This just happened. It's it's unbelievable. We're so lucky to be, be fran, uh, fans of the Free Jacks, and you know what a year. And by the way, uh, if every year from now on goes the same way, I'm okay with that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I'd be <clears throat> I'd be pretty okay with that too. Um, I just I feel really grateful as a fan um, that we got to experience a couple seasons like uh, I mean, really the whole the whole time the seat team has existed, they have performed really well and impressed us as fans. But to see last season, like Dan said, see them just fall short and then see them fix it, go all the way this season, finish the story. It was incredible. Um, I want to say thank you to the fans. My family has loved coming every week to Fort Quincy. We added another season ticket for next year. So, to, you know, to make sure we've got our seat uh, for my youngest daughter, she's got her own now. Um, you know, the team and the fans are kind of two halves of a whole, mm-hmm. right? Neither one exists without the other. And we hear that a lot, especially from like the, you know, office types of the, That's of the brilliant. teams and they've, they've got to, they've got to say it right. Like they, they know they, cause they got to write checks, right. And they need money to write the checks. They know that in that sense, the team can't exist without the fans, but the fans don't exist without the team either. Right. It, it's a symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. and we're really lucky. I feel like to have a group of fans, um, 
as fervent as the Free Jacks fans are, as energetic, as as welcoming as they are, thinking about like the tailgate. I mean, my my kids get gifts from people who sit near us. You know, like people come over and like, oh, I know, like I I, I brought this for you know the girls, and it's just amazing. It's such a great community. It complements the team so well, and then the match starts and everybody's out for blood. You know, like it's <laughs> it's such a fun thing. It's it's really awesome. So thank you to all the fans out there, fans of the team, fans of the show. Um, you know, thank you to all the Freejects people who made this season possible. The office people, the you know management, the medical teams, TK, Oliver, the coaches, Scott Matthew, Mike Rogers, Will Webster, like Dave. It must be so funny for people who aren't actually there for Fort Quincy because if they're watching Proven and they see you and you've got the sign and you're, and you're when you're there and you're orchestrating the huzzas. The voice you're you're sharing with us right now is not that voice. The it's voice it's a little is, different, yeah. It's huge. This and is like, the radio voice, and that's exactly. the screaming like, at four thousand people amazing. voice. And like, yeah, I feel like that's microcosmically, um, you know, indicative of the way rugby is. But anyway, yeah. well, and we've got big things in store for the huzzas next year. I've got a couple ideas. I'm going to bounce off the team um, and see what they want to kind of take it take to the next level. I've had several fans um, volunteer to like lead it you know, synchronized four different sections so that Love we would it. have people kind of spread down across the stadium and really be able to get more than like the three and a half or so sections that we have involved. Um, and the, the one right behind me over my shoulder is going on. It's going to the mint. I'm going to, it's got to yes. set up a time, but going to bring it down with the family and give it to them to, to, you know, hang up down there and we'll have a new physical sign, maybe more than one for seasons moving forward. So. It'll be fun. Bozo, you got anything? No, man, I think I went first. I'm good. I jumped in out there. <laughs> All right. Um, so for me, like, it's just the revenge tour, you know, it has concluded and it feels so good to get the champion. Like, you know, that's going to be a hard act to follow because you guys have covered so, so much. But what I really want to talk about, you know, leading with gratitude, you know, there's a lot of bravado about this show, especially online. We beat our chest. We're Free Jacks fans. We're not as humble as the team is. Um, we feel good about, you know, talking a little trash and stuff like that. But what what really is important is, is community building. And that this show is a huge part of that, trying to keep people engaged. So I, I'm just very, very thankful for everybody. Dave covered, you know, all of the thanks out there. You know, I don't have to say it again. Like everybody involved in this organization, the fans, the players, everybody, thank you so much for making this is what it is. The championship season has been so special, not just based on what the res results on the pitch were, but everything else that took place at Fort Quincy, everything like that. So I just want to, you know, make sure that everybody understands, you know, everybody talks about, remember the good old days? All, all the good old days, you know, all that nostalgia. We are living in the good old days right now. So don't ever, ever take it for granted and make sure you're just, you know, taking it all in. You know, it's been a whirlwind since the championship. We lifted that trophy. You know, we got the drink out of the cup, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, during this long, long offseason, take a moment for yourself and just remit, you know, reminisce on what an amazing season it was and, and cherish those moments because I'm not saying the free jacks are going to fall off a cliff. I, I I don't believe that we are going to do that. We're not just going to drive off a cliff, you know, like um, the, uh, you know, the, the famous people that drove off a cliff. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's possible like this team may not be as good as last year. So make sure you cherish this moment, you know, and keep it with you and 
you know, because there could be dark times ahead. I mean, I'm not saying that there will be, but but maybe, you know, so these moments right now that we're living in, these are the good old days. So that that's really all I got for everybody out there. It feels good to be good as we've got uh, James Horkin throwing in there. So with that being said, I've got one word for everybody in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah! Woo! Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, guys.